Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Five, four, three, two, one. Ignition. Takeoff. Well, everybody, hello. Welcome back to another show of Father Knows Something. Tonight, we have the one and only Morgan. Hello. So uh, we are in a interesting time. So I have no idea what's going to happen between tonight and the when the show comes out. But I'm just taking a moment just to remember our fellow men that are across the uh, the waters. You have and, gals over there. And gals, people, souls, people. and just it's a tough time. And I just just giving them a lot of thought tonight as we're free to go do the show and report right from right, right from our own studio in our home. So uh, I'm glad we just took a moment just to recognize them. Tonight we have interesting socks. We have breakfast. Breakfast. We have our everyone loves eggs and bacon and toast. What's your favorite breakfast food? Um, I love bacon, eggs, and toast, but I never get to to eat bacon. Well, I don't. Well, you can always get turkey bacon. Yeah, that is true. But I don't even really do that. I just always make my nice, healthy omelets every morning. What about the hall of French toast? Uh, That's my favorite, but I don't eat it. That's all you, baby. Missing out. That's all you, baby. So I'm sure you have. You've taken some time. You've gone through and found me good stories with um, good things that we can talk to people about and. Give some ideas and some thoughts. Yeah. So uh, let's roll into it. Okay. So the theme I have for you today is secrets. Oh, and I have a lot of secrets. Do share. Oh, I can't tell you. You'd have to kill me. (laughs) I can't tell you the secret. (laughs) Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. So our first secret, the theme too, it's like, is it a secret? Is it not a secret? Is it my secret to tell? If it is my secret to tell, should I tell? So just all about secrets. Or should people, you know, tell other people's secrets when it's really a secret? And that's, since you mentioned that I'm Jewish, there's a good Jewish word is called yenta puchna. Okay. We don't want to be a yenta puchna. So if you know something. What does that some, mean? Well, a yenta puchna, and then we're going to coin it. So when people, you know, we if anyone has a bad, my friend said this or my friend said that, we're going to we're going to stamp them yenta puchna, yenta, a blabbermouth, <laughs> the one that just uh, goes over and you know right, you know, you know, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you know, Emily, you know, she's doing you know Robert. Oh. Really. Well, that's kind of what the first story is about. Well, <laughs> then she'd be a. Stamp, yenta <laughs> Okay, well, up first. Okay, here we go. I went about an hour and a half out of town to meet some friends halfway for dinner. 
I hadn't seen them in a while. While I was there, I saw my boss and his assistant, dot, 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 without their spouses. Both completely ignored me and acted like I didn't exist. It has been awkward at work and I know they saw me and I was not supposed to see what I did. I don't know what to do. How does she know that she wasn't supposed to see them? How does she know it's illicit? I mean, they say, because we don't know, he, she, we don't know. Right. They say they drove about an hour and a half out of town. So if it's an hour and a half from where they live. So you're saying if it it smells like bacon, tastes like bacon, looks like bacon, honey, it'd be bacon. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. It's bacon. It's bacon. <laughs> so, so what to do? It's their business. Really? What if it's affecting their work? Yeah, the person can go simply approach their, you know, approach their boss. Go approach your boss and say, "It was interesting. I, I, I'm, you know, I saw you. You know, it's nice to have seen you last Tuesday. And you know, is there something a reason why you can't talk to me? I mean, our relationship's been." I feel distant. Any reason, anything <laughs> bothering you? Uh, I mean, if, if it's, <laughs> you know, this is, if it was something that I shouldn't see, uh, um, you know, look, that, that's your business, not my business. She, I, I would take it she's not friends with the other person's spouse, if there is a spouse. Um, if they're just two people that are, that are not connected with anybody else, again, it's their business. So if she wants to clear the air and say, look, you know, obviously if you want to, don't want anyone to know that I don't want it to affect our, you know, affect our work relationship. What if they are friends with one of the spouses? That becomes a particular problem because uh, now she becomes, she, you know, it, 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 may, it may come under the rule, you know, I'm not going to not say I saw you somewhere. It, you know, it, it, there's a discussion. I think that she has to really have the discussion. How do you have that discussion without you kind of ending up in your own hot seat with HR and kind of making things inappropriate? Well, she certainly can't go um, tell, tell her girlfriend or the person can't go tell their, you know, the, the spouse, I saw spouse A you know, at a restaurant with an un, a, someone of the opposite sex so, that I do or do not know, and it, it just looked fishy. She can't go be a yenta at that point in time mm-hmm. because it, it could trip a lot of shit off. And I think silence in this, in, in, in this realm is golden. She can certainly say... Um, if her girlfriend, if, if the purse, if the spouse, the friend spouse comes and says, why are you so weird? You know, you're just staying away right now. And her aunt, that person's answer could be, I'm uncomfortable. I saw, I, <laughs> I got, I got to think about this a second because really there's all kinds of implications going to HR. If, if it's their boss, um, Depending on what the policies are. So the, the person they were was it was a work it was a work person. Yeah, it was her boss and his assistant. 
They both ignored her. They both completely ignored me and acted like I didn't exist. It has been awkward at work. And is she, is she is the person friends with with a with a? No with idea. A... I was just giving you hypotheticals. Oh. <laughs> I was making it hard on you. You did. Got to get the most advice out there we can. You know. Um, well, let's let's just take it both ways. Let's say there's no spouse there's no spouse involved. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Absolutely. Be professional. Don't you don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. Just stay professional and do what your if, thing. What if they keep ignoring them though? Then say something because well, it's can, affecting work. You can certainly say you know our work relationship is has, since since I saw you at that restaurant with you know with party A. Uh, you have been very standoff to me, and I don't understand why, but it's affecting our work, mm-hmm. and I don't find this to be professional. So if you were having a regular meeting that was, you know, after work meeting, hey, that's your business. If it was something for private, that's your business, but it can't affect our work. Yeah, I think that's a good that, conversation. No, that's a good conversation. Other than that, that right now it's not. It didn't get any more complicated. And I and I and I. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because otherwise it opens up a whole other can of worms uh, because of, you know, trying to be a good person to that, that friend. Then you might want to go have a confrontation meeting with that person and say, look, you know, this is really difficult because now I have a dynamic. Yeah, I think it is hard to having conversations where you don't really know anything because you don't know if your boss and his wife have an open relationship. Right. You just, you don't know. So I guess less is more in this case. Keep mm-hmm. it, like you said, professional. And- yeah. And, and like I said, if, if they were friends, if, if that person is friends with the spouse, then I think you would open a dialogue with the party that you saw at the restaurant and say, this is getting, make things a little, first of all, our, our work behavior is, is horseshit. You know, you're not yeah. interacting with me and this is a problem because our, our, our productivity is going to fall off mm-hmm. and I don't have an issue with whatever you do. But you're also making it difficult because I don't know where we are with with your with your spouse and your spouse and I are they're are, friends. We're best friends. Yeah, I feel like they would have mentioned that if that were true. So I, I think you're you're off the hook on, on the hard. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now you're gonna find some other writer. They're gonna come in and, and attack me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find one next time that my uh, boss is also my best friend's partner. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll really get you in the hot seat. Well, I really, I, I really do believe one thing and, and you said it so, so great. Relationships are so unique today that people have very unique relationships. So who knows what they, they've agreed to and what goes on. So all we can hope is that is what their relationship is. And yeah. it's not any more complicated than that. Yeah. Okay. Moving along. Okay. My aunt is taking my dead grandma's retirement pay. I'm sorry for my English. I'll try my best. Where I live, when a person passes away, it is the duty of the family to inform the banks about the passing so that they can unsubscribe them from a monthly payment. They ask the families because sometimes the government takes really long to notify the bank or net, or never notifies them at all. So it makes the process a lot easier. This aunt told us she would take care of it. But a few weeks ago, my dad checked an old email account where they notify him about any ATM withdrawals of my grandma's account. And it turns out my aunt never notified the banks about the passing. And she's been taking the money since my grandma died. 
She passed away in December of 2020. The grandmother did. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. I don't know what to do. My dad does not want to notify the bank. He's just hoping she stops because it is illegal. But because technically my dad knew about the charges due to the notifications on his email, he could get in trouble too. There are two options to go directly to the bank and tell them this would open an investigation, but my dad can get out of the problem really easily, which can end up with my aunt returning the money plus an interest and possibly going to jail or let the government notify the bank at some uncertain point in the future, which can make my dad look like an accomplice because he was notified via email and make them both pay the money plus the interest and face a lawsuit, which can end up with them in jail. I don't want my dad to get in trouble. He doesn't want his sister to go to jail, but she's been a total bitch with him since my grandma died, inheritance problems. My aunt knew what she was getting into when she took that money every month, and I think she needs to realize her actions and face the consequences. What should I do? Well, there's no doubt in my mind the first thing you got to do is your dad's got to go to the bank and make sure he's clean. Yeah. He's getting notices. It's just been made, he has just become aware I've just become aware that money is being has been uh, taken from the bank. It's typically all that stuff is shut down immediately after its death. There's you you provide the death certificates. I, there is a protocol. I don't really know the protocol because when in the case when I lost my parents, I have I, I live a life of of families that are lawyers. That one of them was the executor. They took care of it for you. That was all taken care of, and there is no issue, and we know that it's buttoned up correctly. Well, and by the sounds of it, this is a very different country than where we live. So the fact that it's a different country, I have no idea the rules and the laws of other countries and other lands and, and, and the protocols of how they work. But I do know that it's fraud, and I'm surprised that bank is not locked down by our, you know already. Yeah, I mean, granted with COVID, everything has been out of whack. So if it was December of, you know, 2020, that's the height of COVID. And so I'm sure they're still playing catch up. But I think, like you said, the dad just became aware. And I think... Auntie's been taking money that's not hers. Yeah. It's, it, and, and, and indirectly, it could, whoever the, uh, uh, the beneficiary of that account is, it could be auntie's money anyways. Maybe the father was left out. Or... Vice versa. Vice versa or shared. So it, it it's part of it, you know, or it could be maybe, you know, the niece's money. We we have no idea. That's why they have things set up where they're supposed to go into, uh, have, have a, an executor or, or a trustee take over and gets this stuff all straightened out immediately. So nobody does suffer this. Do you think that their dad should go and give the aunt a heads up first. Hi, I got an email notification. This is wrong. I want to make sure I'm clean. I am going to notify the bank of the death. I I think that he could just say, I'm letting you know that I just saw this and I I have plans at 4.30 this afternoon so I don't go any more more than another, another period that I'm not responsible that I've reported this. I just found out about it. I can't believe you've been doing this, but... I'm, I'm making you well aware that that money should be back in that bank before they see it. Or you have one more chance to notify them and let her do it? Or do you think at this point she can't be trusted? 
I have no idea. I mean, if if if, if she's all, she has put herself in the position of being the thief. She didn't go to him before and say, by the way, I'm taking money out of, out of mom or dad's account. She just has been doing it and hasn't reported and has not. And if it was her job to go take care of it, she didn't do her fiduciary duty. Which it was. You know, she said that she would take care of it. So she didn't do the fiduciary duty. She's been taking care of herself. So I really don't think, um, look, it's nice that he would do it, but the bottom line is, is... She put herself in this mess. Yeah. Do you... So the ideal outcome that they want, I don't really have one. I don't want my dad to hate me for doing something that can affect his sister. By the sounds of that, you know, she's so worried about, you know, they're so worried about their dad that it sounds like maybe they're even considering telling the bank. Do you I, think... It sounds like that's exactly what she wants to do. And... I, it obviously seems that they, either the niece or nephew, whatever they might be, wants to go um, step into the father's, you know, direct light to go make sure it's done. The only thing that I would suggest to, to do would be take your father by his hand and say, "Dad, let's go down together and make sure this is done." And that way, you know, he he's following through with it mm-hmm. to protect himself. But you going, I don't think gives the right, the 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 right picture. Make sure he goes. Yeah. Plus, you know, if they went and took care of it themselves, it could potentially incriminate the dad. So, it's probably best if he. That's why I say make sure it. make sure that you just take him by the hand and you guys go down and take care of it. Yeah. Okay. Moving along. Okay. So my boyfriend's older sister, twenty-seven female has intentions of baby trapping a guy she's sleeping with. So she told me this before he left for deployment a year ago and before she started openly expressing that she hates me, lol. But basically he keeps her around because he knows he can get her to have sex with him whenever he wants it. He tells her things like, quote, I can see myself marrying you and I want you to be the person I have children with. Mm -hmm. She wants a relationship and he does not. Mm -hmm. Anyways, right before he left, he told her that she's the one he wants to have kids with. And she asked him, quote, should I stop taking my birth control so we can start trying and maybe get pregnant before you go? And he said, no, I don't want kids right now. And she told me that she was planning on getting off birth control and not telling him so that she would get pregnant. His company ended up getting deployed earlier than planned, so she didn't have time to do this. Then, after he had been gone about a month, she told me she was going to stop taking birth control right before he comes home and not tell him so that she would get pregnant, and hopefully that was enough reason for him to be in a committed relationship with her. We have, since April of 2021, gone no contact with my boyfriend's sister, because she's so toxic. However, I feel guilty knowing this and not telling anyone, but I also know it's not really my business to tell. What do I do? (laughs) Your face right now is priceless. Wow. You know, the, the, the first thought that comes to my mind is as much as a couple says, you know, I'm going to go on the pill or I'm going to do this. 
it is, if a man does not want to get a woman pregnant, there's, there's a couple avenues. First avenue, don't have sex. That guarantees it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Number two is wear a prophylactic. Uh, if he gets a vasectomy and decides one day to reverse it, again, it's not a guarantee. Those little fishies can jump the knots. Sure I, can. I, I, I get all this. Is it her responsibility to save his ass? You know, it's not her responsibility to save his ass. If she wants to hint something to say, gee, you know, I I have a friend that this happened to, he can be smart enough to go, you know, whatever. But for her to go say that my sister is going to baby trap you, I don't know if that is really... She, I think she's still better, better off working the sister and telling the sister, you know, try to talk sense into her. I don't think she's got the right to go to, to rat her out. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, so it's her boyfriend's sister. So like if they end up together, her sister-in-law, essentially. Oh, it's her boyfriend's sister on top of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another well, layer. She, well, if if it's her boyfriend, she could have a conversation with her boyfriend. Let him be the one to... Yeah, go pass the buck. <laughs> <laughs> Unburden yourself, but don't directly involve yourself, I, since it is his sister. It's his sister. I mean... He knows she's goofy. <laughs> you know, it's... If they want to, if if they want to welcome the guy home and say, "My God, I got to tell you this story about you know Beatrice and 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 Harvey, you know, you know these friends from that I know from whatever." The guy came back from you know he was off he was offshore, you know, and he got trapped. I mean, it's a horrible story. Or write a, something that he'll see that at least you can plant the seed without him knowing it's her. That there's other ways of getting this message to him, but in reality. It's not her problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by the sounds of it, too, she says we since April of 2021. So so her almost, boyfriend knows. It sounds like her boyfriend already knows when she says we. And she does say we have since April of 2021 gone no contact with my boyfriend's sister because she's so toxic. So it sounds like the brother already knows that yeah. she's... And they're not even talking to her currently, so... I'd, I'd stay away from this thing. This, yeah. This thing has got booby trap written all over it. Yeah, it's almost been a year since they last talked. April of 2021? And the boyfriend's probably been home since then. Yeah, but if they're, you know, if they're no contact with the sister, they wouldn't really know they what's know, going on. They wouldn't know. She could have already had the child. This is true. Nine months, yeah. Yeah, so, hey, don't worry about it. It's not your problem. No contact. This is... Yeah, I'd stay away. In in all reality, I'd stay away from it. It's a booby trap. Yeah, it could be a can of worms, especially given that the sister is so toxic as it is. Yep. Who knows what she'd do to you? I would just stay stay away from that 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 grenade. But at least you you unburdened yourself. You told two people at least. So (laughs) that's gotta make you feel a little better. And, And and you know what? Maybe the guy reads you know, listens to our podcast, wherever he is. Wherever he is. Maybe it'll find him. The the For You page on TikTok works in mysterious ways. Absolutely. So here's the deal. Everyone, tell your friends to listen to (laughs) Father Knows Something. Yeah, if you want to send your friend a message, write into us 
and we'll let you know when your store is going to be on yeah. and then just send, send them the link. Send them a gift. Send them, <laughs> send them our link. That could cause more problems for our listeners. <laughs> and by the way, spread the, spread, spread the news that we're out here. Spread it. Let all your friends know. Get them all to subscribe. Okay, you ready for the next oh, one? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 19 female, recently found out my sister, 14 female, has been smoking weed and taking edibles through our other sister. I want to tell our mom because I don't think she should be doing this, but I don't want to be a snitch. I only found out because she trusts me. I wouldn't be so worried if she was older and maybe in high school, but she's just so young. She confided this in me, and it's a secret I'd feel guilty if she found out I told. And she might lose trust in me and not tell me anything like this again. The biggest concern that I have, and I'm a parent, I've, uh, I have had a few different adolescents in my life through the time, not only my own children, but some of the women that I've dated. And um, the biggest concern that I have as a parent is the drugs that are becoming available that are not pot. Pot is pot. Uh, is pot. You know, I mean, typically sometimes you can get stuff that's laced, but my biggest problem is stuff that is laced that can really uh, the fentanyls. The fentanyl's killing people. It's killing people. The the stuff that people are brewing at home, it's killing people. You know, so um, I would have discussions with my little sister. Um, I was a little brother, and I was, you know, a pretty clean kid until my brother said, you know, try this. <laughs> he, he was the demon. He's the one that, you know, would, would bring this shit around and, you know, taught me the bad things in life. Um, but it, it's up to your... To, to her to really get away from it. Obviously, I have have very little involvement with uh, and with pot and things. I mean, it's legal today. But how many times have you brought home you know an edible and say, "Here, Dad, take this"? And how how successful were you, were, were you with me? I haven't tried that much. But meanwhile, I I just choose that that's my choice not to go near it. So the thing is, is that. I think that if she has it, if you encourage her to, to be straight with mom and dad, at least it will take that part of her life that she can at least be direct. I know that the uh, a relationship that I had of past uh, had a child or a young a, a teenager made it very plain that this was a way of life for him, and that was just the way it was. So there was I, no stopping him. Yeah, there was no stopping. So I think honesty is still the best. So I would encourage your sister just to be honest with mom and let them know. Or if she stops, does she even need to tell them? Not if she stops. I mean, if look, you have to really decide how passionate she is and determine that this needs to be a part of her life. Me doesn't need to be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't see that it needs to be a part of your life. That I don't see yourself indulging in this stuff. I like my CBD drinks, but I, I, you know, they're two milligrams of CBD and they're in a little nice drink that I take you're to like go a, to bed. You're like a mini, like a self-describing pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, they're good. I, I mean, I understand, but I think I, I, she is 14. 
Yeah, the, the thing is that she's 14, you can't rat her out to mom, but you can certainly try to encourage her to, to trust mom that mom will, will be there. You're not going to, this isn't the end of the world, but at this point in time, you, you, you may not want to be a part of it. it. It does hinder your development in your adolescent ages. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Like from a science standpoint and analyzing the brain. The brain. So there's a study that was done about people that start weed, start weed, that will use weed or cannabis products before the age of 25 mm-hmm. versus if you start it after the age of 25 when your brain is mostly developed. And, it and, already, really, di- and already dying off. <laughs> it's pruning itself every day. Use it or you lose it. So the study basically showed that if the earlier you start using you know, weed products, mm-hmm. the worse it is essentially. But if you start weed after 25, it doesn't really affect you. Mm-hmm. So at 14, I mean, she's she's got, I'm really bad at math. You know, 11 par- years to get there. Parent, parents recognize the fact of vices. We, we get it. I, I was terrified. Not all, not all get it. <laughs> mom did not get it. Well, I mean, I certain mom knew that it was going to definitely be a part and, and had to deal with something. She she hoped it wasn't, but at the bottom, we we understand that it's out there. We're not blind to it. We recognize it's there. We hope that our kids don't have issues with it and have a problem with it. You know, my biggest worry was you with alcohol. I didn't have a, I, my worry from you was not the fact that you're going to go out and get high. It was it was drinking and have an issue with that with teenage drinking. I would just say that encourage her to be really aware of what's going on, but take away the uh, the secret of it all by having her come clean with your her parent your parents. So at or least just stop. I I don't know if you're going to get her to stop. Maybe she just tried it for the first time. Well, then she doesn't have to say anything to anybody. But I'm talking about if it is an issue and it mm-hmm. is a way of life, uh, don't hide it. Bring it out so so a parent can be a part of this and make sure that you're and make sure she's safe. That's our that's our biggest thing. We want we want our kids safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving along. Okay, my partner, twenty five male, and I, twenty three female, have been dating for almost five and a half years. We have been in an open relationship for about two years. Recently, he got a work assignment that would have us moving across the country and settled in one place for three years minimum. Ever since this new assignment, he has been interested in getting married to make the move easier financially and logistically. We've been looking at engagement rings for a few months, and I've been really excited about it. This all changed when he went to Las Vegas for a work trip and met someone out there who he really liked. Normally, this is not an issue for me. The whole point of an open relationship is making sure that both of our needs are met and we're meeting people with similar interests that we can spend time with when the other person is busy. However, the situation is different. I have a history of being kept a secret by my partners in in past relationships, a history he knows very well as I have talked about it with him. He has been guilty of it on several accounts. I have made it clear that I want people to know that I exist in his life. However, The person he is currently seeing does not know I exist. They believe that he is in a long-distance relationship with them and them alone. Even when they met, they made it clear that they were looking for someone who is monogamous as they are not willing to share a partner. About two weeks ago, I confronted my partner and said, 
You know how I feel about being a secret. I'm asking you to tell them the truth about your current relationship. He agreed and we went on. He has not done anything since I asked though. Not only does this make me upset as he continues to hurt me in this aspect, but it seems like he's kind of choosing this new person over me. I am the dramatic type, but it does make me want to pack up my stuff and leave if he's not willing to accommodate my one ask. Am I wrong for wanting him to tell this person the truth? Uh, it's, part of, it's part of the deal. He's not honoring the deal. So now it's not just an open relationship. It's a closed relationship on the other side. Yes. And now it's the question is, do you want to spend your life with, with this relationship, with something like this? It doesn't sound like it, it's something that you want to spend your life with. At least somebody that's not going to come clean. I mean, if, if they came clean and said, look, I have a relationship. Uh, we, we, it is open. We're allowed to meet up, you know, see other people. We're allowed to have sex with other people. As long as you're in for that game, hey, let's, let's hang out. But he didn't do that with her. No, it seems very intentional that he was okay lying to this person mm -hmm. about his open relationship status to get in her pants or mm -hmm. to secure their relationship because that other person made it very clear, I want a monogamous, I want a monogamous relationship and that is it. And so he's, he's really manipulated this mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. Do you... I guess I kind of, you know, I said it a little bit, but do you think the fact that he wasn't open and honest from the get-go is... He broke trust. Yeah. It's, you know, worthy it, of ending the relationship. I think it's definitely... This This is her decision. She has to really say, this doesn't work for me. Um Obviously, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't penalize people because they have want multiple lovers or whatever they want. Like everybody has their kink. And I, I don't mean by tying you up and beating you. I mean, what, what, what makes you <laughs> happy and gets you off. That's your, that's your deal. And evidently you guys were able to deal with this. It was working good for both of you. You found people that you wanted to be, to fill in those voids and, for him to find this person to get those voids, he had to sell her a bill of goods, and which he did. And he's decided, well, maybe I like being monogamous, monogamous, monogamous with this individual, and I'm, I'm going to have a relationship with her because she's not looking to have a, an open relationship. Maybe that open relationship is something he really didn't want. Maybe there should be a discussion with you and him saying, do we want to have a closed relationship? You know, what do you really want? But this isn't working for me. Yeah. Well, and so something I do want to point out. Okay. She says, I have a history of being kept a secret by my partners in past relationships. A history he knows very well, as I've talked about it with him. He has been guilty of this on several accounts. So she's kind of implying that this isn't... This isn't the first time. This isn't the first time this has happened. Do but, you... But they end up together at the end of the day. Which could just be a bad cycle for her, you know, getting mm -hmm. out of, getting out of the codependency of a relationship. Or, you know, I don't, I don't want to imply anything, but getting out of toxic relationships can be very difficult. Mm -hmm. In this case, and knowing what we know here, do you think him 
asking for an open relationship was not so much about her, but more about him and looking for a way to see other people. Maybe she asked for the open relationship. We do not. That is something we do not know. It sounds like it's worked. It's worked fine for her too. She, they, I mean, not if we, she's been kept as a secret prior. I, 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 but she has made it clear they've both had their open relationships. And I don't know. Look, they're tough because you know it's there's the, whatever the rules are for these open relationships. You know, they typically somebody gets hurt. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's really hard, especially, I mean, a relationship between two people takes a lot of trust. And then if you open that, it takes another layer of trust. And so when you have someone like this that's constantly violating that and keeping you a secret or manipulating you and your relationship. That's, that makes, that that knocks your radar way off. Yeah, so it becomes even harder. And I think that that becomes very toxic and unhealthy for your own brain you know, the one thing that I've always, I've always liked about honesty in a relationship is that at least your radar, if you, if you pick something up and you ask that person and they point blank define it to you, your radar is still tuned. When they totally lie to you about what's going on, your radar is now being sabotaged. Yeah, and, for sure. And your judgment, it affects your ability of making, knowing what's going on around you because you can't, you, you don't know what, to, what is up and what is down. So that, that's the violation here. The violation is truly just the, the lack of, of clarity of what's really going on. So she does have an ideal outcome. Ideally, I would want either for this person to know I exist or for him to cut off this person if he's not willing to tell them. I don't want to break up. But this is really making me feel awful. It's a deal breaker. I guess, what if he's not willing to tell this other person? It's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Point blank. It's time. It, it's obviously not the deal that you, it's not the deal that you, you set into motion with each other. And if you want to keep him around till you go find, a, find another greener pasture, hey, that's what he's doing. So you just have to decide what rule works for you. You know, to me, I'm done. <laughs> it, 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 it seems pretty clear that he has violated the terms of your relationship and go to him and say, are you with the terms or without the terms? And if, if the terms aren't working for you, then you already know the answer on your own. We don't have to help you with that. Yeah, I unfortunately do not think he is going to tell this other person. I think this we, is... We don't know. We don't, but in my gut, I think he went into this line to that person because of the fact that they wanted to be a monogamous couple. And he is no way going to lie to, like, come out and be like, sorry, babe, I've been lying to you the whole time. I got someone else back home. Well, it's two, one or two things. One, he's going to continue with her and break up with, 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 with our write-in. Or he'll break up with the girl and stay with the right in and continue that life. Or he'll tell her and prove me wrong. Well, let us know. Let us know. So we have one last one. Okay. Before we talk our Patreon story. Okay. A friend, 27 female, and I, 27 female, both secretly liked the same guy. 
she confided in me that she liked him while I was involved with someone else, and I encouraged her to pursue him. Months went by, and she never pursued him, so when I was available again, I asked out the guy we liked because, to my knowledge, she had no intention of asking him out. She, she lost her window, should I say? Apparently. Okay. She freaked out about it, so I canceled the date. Two to three more months go by. She still didn't make a move, so I asked him out and didn't say anything to her. About a week after this guy and I have hit it off, she mentioned to me that she thinks she is ready to ask him out. I then had to admit to her that him and I had already gone on one date. She was my best friend and doesn't speak to me now. If the tables were turned, I would be so happy for her. She has never had a relationship and I have had many. I think she thought this guy was her one and only shot at dating and I stole it. But my interest in him had nothing to do with her. Am I wrong here? Uh, I have an idea. Okay. You've been on one date, correct? As they write. One date. Yes. Um, open it up to her to go out with them. Mm-hmm. There's no commitment. It's one date. Let, Very let, early. Let him go out, go out with him, see how it works. And if you guys, whatever he does, I'm not going to be upset because he'll end up with a person that he really has find that will mesh with him. I'm not telling you can't see him, can't get to know him, can't date him. I don't have that right. No, it's one date. It's, it's uh, very early on. And he may go out with her. He may not go out with her. It may be the person he's been waiting for. We don't know. So my answer is call her up. Tell her that, you do, that, that, that your friendship is so valuable. You try to talk to her about it the first time. She went nuts. I, I stepped away. You sat there, did nothing for four months. And I said, enough is enough. But I'm letting you know that I have, I don't have a claim on him. I don't own him. I care for him. I, I enjoy going out with him. We had a nice time. Go for it. See if you have the same experience. See if what, what he wants. Give him that opportunity. And don't put any guilt. I won't put any guilt on him. We'll, be, we'll both be very honest and open and direct about it. We're mature people. It's, it's a certainly better than losing the friendship. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely a very unique. Um, well, sometimes you call for unique, you know, yeah, unique no, it's, measures. It's a good, it's a good solution. I, and I think you are right about it. I think, you know, she hasn't had a relationship. And I think, you know, that lack of experience or being scared was probably her reason for mm -hmm. holding off. So yeah, you, you asserted yourself and, that's half the battle in securing a dude or a girl or who a person half a the mate, time. A, a mate, mate. A mate. Hello, I mate. I don't like saying that. Hello, mate. But I think like just saying, you know, I value our friendship. I don't want you to be hurt. Mm -hmm. So why don't you ask him out and give it a shot? Like go for it. Try it. Because she could go on one date with him and it could be terrible to the point she's over him. She, she's like, he's all yours. You, you take him. So it, it's a really unique solution, but I actually think it's probably the best one. You know, I, I should mention this. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a similar story. Did you? Yes, I did. You went through this yourself. I did. Um, a friend of mine uh, introduced me to a woman, uh, and we started going out, and we were having a relationship. You know what I mean, a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, were sleeping yeah. together. Okay. And uh, my best friend, and I went 
away for work. I went out of town, and when I came back, I and she would say, you know, your friend, you know, keeps calling me. <laughs> and I said, oh. And then she goes, well, your friend wants to go out with me. I said, well, you know, you're a big girl. <laughs> Make your do what you you know you ha- need to do. What you know, what you feel right for. I mean, I. I don't own you. Make your own choice. Yeah. And he actually said, you know, I, I like her. And so we both were dating her. And then she started playing this little game between the two of us. But we uh. both knew what was going on. <laughs> and at the end of the day for New Year's, it all ended, ended on a New Year's Eve that we both had dates with her on New Year's Eve. Oh, gosh. How was she planning that? I have no idea. But uh, needless to say, he called me up and he said, so uh, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? <laughs> So I will share this with you guys. The fact that I actually said to her, and we we both knew what was going on, uh, we were best friends uh, before this event, and it is now 40... 40. No, it's 45 45 years. You were 20? I was, yeah, I was like 20, 19, 20. So it's 45 years later, and we are still lifelong friends and we still laugh about it we neither one of us have heard from her in a thousand years so the the interesting thing is your friendship with this woman will last forever by being direct and by being honest with her and just say go for it yeah i think you know, too, for me, I look at it, it's like, you've been on one date, you could have had a great first date, but the next two are going to flop. And then you ruined a friendship. So I think, and you know, maybe that's your husband, maybe not, maybe you, you have no idea, but I would try to patch things up the best you can and try your solution. And Absolutely. Give it a shot. Give it whatever it takes you to both, patch it up. Because you both will succeed. Either with him or without him, some it will happen, and things work out. Things work out this way, but definitely don't lose your friend over this. No, because it is clear you try to be considerate. She she has to recognize that. Yeah, and doing this is really bold, and you're really showing her that you love her. And if it's meant to be, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. You never know. You might end up in a shower with the three of you. Polly is a thing, you know. And it's worked out. I've had a really, I had a really good Polly story about uh, a girl, her best friend, and her eight-year-long mm-hmm. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So you never know these days. Anything has happened when it comes. Stra- anything is possible when it comes to love. Strange things happened today, and when I was young, strange things oh, happened too. <laughs> Don't scar these poor people. <laughs> don't scar you. Don't scar me any, any more than you already have. You know who I'm... T- and if you're, if you're actually catching the, uh, the podcast, some of you out there, you know the stories. <laughs> I thought I'd plant that just for you. Yeah. Yeah, you're funny. I know. I can... Sometimes <laughs> I, can't, I can be. Father knows something. That you do. And that is all I have for you, except we have a Patreon story. Okay, we're going to do it. How do we do Patreon stories? So we're going to end this video and we're going to... So 
apparently she's she's cutting this cutting this off at the end of that one. So we'll see you next week. But if you do go to Patreon, which I'm sure they can, they sure can. It and will then be... you can hear the next story, the Patreon story. <laughs> it will be linked in the description. So we started a Patreon page for my dad here, helping you know pay his retirement fund. And yes, I'm 64. There's zero in the fund. <laughs> So few, few few bad business choices in life. So you know you have to work till the day you die. Now, yeah, tough tough world with COVID. It, it took you out, but here we are with a great podcast and amazing people listening. So thank you, folks. Check out our Patreon that we have going, and there will be a couple stories there. Let's uh, see how it goes, and yeah, tell your friends, and certainly subscribe and listen to the podcast when you drive. Because you can't watch YouTube when you drive. Do not watch and drive. But if you're in traffic, let's see if see see if you uh, enjoy our um, our stories. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, Automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program.